Hey, let me put my headset on. Put your headset on. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome to the podcast room, boys. So what'd you do this weekend? I went fishing with Stone and uh, Martinez. Oh. Okay, for crappie. That sounds like a really All we really did was went out there and make sure that Stone's boat's been in the shop, y'all, and made sure it run and all that. And the the crappie are on the bed. We found a spot there back in one of them little coves that, you know, there's... 50 of them on the bed. And, 50 of them. Yeah, they wasn't back. So then we finally went up there, and there was a dock out there, and we pressed up there, and Stone went by, and he threw the buoy out, and told me, all right, we got about 100 here. And I actually got two dumb ones to bite. I caught two. <laughs> you know, and I caught two little old buck bass, little bitty things on my on my jig. Thank you. But they wasn't, the, the water wasn't but 11 feet deep, and then it was a tree there. And the tree was like a foot on the water, so you couldn't, you couldn't really, you know. And I mean, the crappie were just in, in down in the limbs, so there ain't no, you ain't really in there. Every time you get in there, oh, oh, break it off, retie me, you know, break it off, retie me, break it off, retie me, you know. So no, they ain't, but they ain't, they ain't on the brush tops yet. Well, no, they still, they still on the bank. Yeah, they up there reproducing. Yep, they up there, you know, stocking, restocking the lake. But anyway, you know. We had an enjoyable day on the lake. We caught five fish total. Okay. You know, but it wasn't, you know, we just had a good fellowship. So si, I see someone different sitting beside you today. You see someone different? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was wrong about that. Oh, him. whoa. I didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I was wrong. That wasn't the one that I killed at Eddie's. Okay. I killed, I killed that. It was me, Philip, his two sons. And my grandson, we actually went to Triple Creek, I think is the name of it, about uh, 45 miles northwest of Dallas. It's high fence, okay, and everybody involved, the five of us, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, all five of us. His son killed the biggest one, scored 228 (laughs) drop times, drop times on both antlers. He never went again. Okay, drop times on both antlers. Yeah. And I killed this one, okay, and he scored two hundred and eight. Okay, and that was that that deer actually was shipped to us from Japan. What hold on. Wait a minute. Because he committed Harry Curry. I had to shoot at him five times before he died. There's more than five. No, it was five. <laughs> and that's taking it easy. No, no, that's five. The great outdoors, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, but I'm just saying. Si had the cheapest ton out of them all. <laughs> well, no, no, he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been dead. Because every shot, your price goes down. Oh no, no, because oh. my rifle. Look, my rifle. Yo, know, I threw it in on a dime at a hundred yards, and I put three in the center of a dime at a hundred yards. Uh huh. Yeah. How far was this deer? But anyway, no, 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 no. Anyway. He comes out the first time, 125, boom, boom. Yo, boom. Okay, I don't see dust kick up nowhere, and he runs off. Oh, that's because you shot all the way down to Amarillo. Oh, no, no. So, <laughs> hey, he comes back out. I shoot at him again. He comes back out. I shoot at him again. He comes back out. Comes four times in, fifth time. I, first time it happened, I got out, and I said, hey, let him live. Let's go to the house. <laughs> I mean, I did, and, and the guy was running the camera. He said, look, this is for, you know, for duck commander deer hunting. No, yeah, ain't no we rolling the camera, Jack. Get back in the darn blind. So anyway, so I said, well, look, guys, here's the thing. I done shot at this deer four times, and I'm saying, <laughs> hey, has anybody seen dust kick up? Tell me where I'm hitting. And they said, we don't know. 
You're shooting high, though. So, look, I've been dropping this thing the whole time. Every time I'm dropping it low. So this time he walks out there again, about 125, stops. And I said, okay, y'all say I'm shooting high? They said, yes. I said, okay. So I've been putting it down his front leg, okay, and putting it like in the middle of it. Okay, so this time I run the, the vertical crosshair down his front leg, okay, and I said, okay, they say I'm shooting high. So I take the horizontal line on the crosshair and I drop it below his belly mm. and say, kaboom. Okay, well, he just. And I said, I said, uh, Maddie, I said, Y'all, y'all bought that deer from Japan, right? He said, what are you talking about? I, I said, because that deer, I didn't kill that deer. I said, he committed suicide. I said, he committed that, what do they call it, Harry Carey? <laughs> what? Kamikaze? Kamikaze. Harry Carey, I think it's called Harry Carey. They, Harry Carey was announced for the knife and, you know, and commit suicide. But anyway, the deer should have lived, okay? But what bottom, line, bottom line, he's here, and, and he's a pretty one. I want to take you to the fair where they got those bent barrels that you can shoot and win a prize. Maybe you could hit some of them for me. We'll take no, they don't got that mess at the fair oh. rig so much. You know, you ain't done it. <laughs> Often called Hari Kiri. Hari, Hari Kiri? Harry Kiri. Hey, yeah, I can see like, where that's what. That sounds like some kind of fashion, fancy uh, dish. Well, what you're talking about is Harry, Harry uh, Carey, if that's how you pronounce it, it's spelled that way. Well, whatever. So I anyway, I learned something new today. today. I didn't claim killing that deer. I said he committed suicide. But he is on the wall. He's on the wall. It tags yeah. out of his ear. Yeah. I got another one. His coming. ear sewed up, too. Look hey, no, no, yeah. Hey, I got another one coming that I did kill in South Texas down at Eddie's place, and that's the Three Diamonds Ranch. Okay, high fence again. Amen. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, hey, look, I ain't claiming the deal. You know, <laughs> Willie, Willie's somebody. He's a, he's a free roaming deer. Everything Willie shot is in a pen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you think Jace would do that? <laughs> hey, if he ever kills a tiger, I'm telling you, they got a goat staked out. And when he comes up to eat the goat, he kills the tiger. <laughs> Why is it? Who's shooting tigers? <laughs> Hey, how about you use tigers, huh? The hunters. I don't know what's happening anymore. No, no. On that's this why episode. Hey, if you ever get a chance, go to the Three Diamond Ranch, okay, in Alice, Texas. And if you were wondering about size opinions okay, and high hey, fences. Eddie's got a go from there, Martin. But, hey, great bunch of people, okay, first-class operation. And, look, hey, he's a, he's a big hunter. He's killed a lot of stuff in Africa. And that or got, was it in Africa or was it inside that fence in Texas? Oh no no no! It ain't inside the fence. He he went to Africa. He's killed lion, and he I don't killed, get he killed a crocodile. Here, look here. He's got a crocodile in his lodge up in the uh, attic. Okay, and it would be from about right there all the way past that camera over. There. <laughs> that's a long ways for that's our about, listeners. It's a that's long way. About twenty twenty two and a half feet. Okay, and he'd probably weigh. Oh, he's about as wide as this table, these two tables here. That's so, a, and look, when they shot him, when he shot him in the that's river. That's a dinosaur. Oh, no, no, no. When he shot him in the river. That's the thing they used in Lake Placid. Then his trackers and his hunting guys in Africa. The, the Mosasaurus. They all get out down to the whitey tidies, okay, and they go get them a limb off of a tree, and they all wade out in the river, 
and beat the water and go out there, go on the water, tie a rope to that big crocodile and, and pull him to the bank. Pull him to you the You know bank. why they beat in the water? To make sure they don't get eaten? That's right. <laughs> to off all the other ones out there, okay? I'm not that interested. You know, I, as far as I'm concerned, that sucker would have laid on the river till he fossilized. Okay. Mm. The only way I'm going hunting in Africa is from the roof of a like a two-story jeep. Oh no, no! All I want to do, I want to hunt and all taking I do pictures. Is go and see all the animals. I don't want to shoot. I don't want to kill none of them. You know, I, I would like to go and sit on the on the cliff over that river when the wildebeest make their five thousand mile journey oh, from yeah. the Serengeti. I want to watch the pinch point. Yeah, yeah, and I want to watch. I want to watch all these crocodiles. Stadium seats. You know, yeah. <laughs> Eat all these uh, wildebeest. That's when crocodiles get to go to high fences in oh, Texas. Oh, no, 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 look. They know it. Hey, look, they know it. Green seven. Hey, you know, I see a crocodile right now taking a pencil and telling me, what day is this? Oh, 31st. Hey, put that on calendar. Wildebeest. Wildebeest will be here 31st. And the dinner bell will be rung. Oh, oh my God! Cut that tag out of their ears. Goodness gracious! Oh, how'd we get here, Martin? I'm gonna let you wrap this one up. Oh, I don't need to wrap anything right. up. Well, it's about time for a break. There you go. Do it all this <laughs> well, time. Hey, I look, love it. Hey, y'all don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. There you go. We had and we got a man we call Jay Stone. <laughs> he think, is I our. I think they're dear, aware. He's our dear management man. <laughs> Okay, so he's been man managing the buck population, okay, for about three years now. Made a hit list. Mm -hmm. He made a hit list. We had total of 11 deer on the hit list. And look, <clears throat> this year we got all the hit lists. We took them out. Hey, I don't care who you are. I, that, that to me was very impressive. To have a hit list of 11, and look, here's the greatest thing about it. 11 different people shot them. There you go. Okay, that was the coolest thing. You know, BK got her one. Stone got him one. I got me one. Barley. Martinez got him one. No, don't even bring him up. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you know, Martinez got him one. Uh, Philip, do you get to go hunting down there? Yo, Reed Robertson. Negative, sir. Reed Robertson got him one. Reed, who's that? Reed Robertson, Jason's son. Really? Oh, oh I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, Reed. I, I forgot about oh, he was. Oh, he was <laughs> fired up, too, because he says, you know, they're sitting together, him and Stone, in the uh, grove, what they call the grove, okay? It's the thicket. Anyway, Reed said, Jay, here comes the big buck. Here you know, comes. And, and Jay said, why are we whispering? I don't know. Well, because they're, they're, they're hunting. But anyway. He, I know, but we're not. Well, it's I know, but fence. anyway. You know, <laughs> I, I, I was trying to get the crowd in this. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Jay said, sorry, sorry, Reed, wrong one. You can't shoot him. And then he looked at him and he said, for real, that's the right one. Pop him. <laughs> and Ray shot him and then just went berserk. You know, oh, that's the biggest deer I ever killed, you know. Mm. But hey. But it was a good deer season. No. Why do people whisper after they shot the deer? You're still in hunt mode. Yeah. It's like when a that's cop always my it's favorite like when thing. a cop is playing with you in cuffs you. <laughs> that's he, never, I, hey, that's he never happened. In, son, he goes in cop mode and he's done lock it down so tight it's done draw blood. Hey, how's your future of um 
of of uh, bracketology coming, Si. Yeah, you're you're no, a basketball no, no. man. Yeah, you're a basketball guru. Remember, you well, watched them all the games. You laid there and watched everything. There was once no. a man that played basketball, and they were real good. There were two of them, I say, okay? One of them was called Magic, and the other one was called Bird, okay? And they was really uh, – what in the word I'm uh, – they both played pro basketball, and they both – enjoyed playing each other because it made uh, each one of them better. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What does that well, have to do with That's March got Madden? to do with my bracketology, okay? Look. Yeah. Basketball, hey, there's a reason it's called March Madness. Yeah, everybody's mad now okay, that the bracket any, got busted. Anything, and hey, when you use the word March Madness and then you throw in words like, oh, they're, they're a Cinderella team. Okay, this is like uh, fantasy football, but it's worse than fantasy football. Mm. Okay, because anything can happen in this. <laughs> There's my bracket. Uh, All because of size Tennessee prognostic. I was no, no, with no, you. Look, honestly, I thought they would go all the way. And they didn't even. But, they hey, didn't even make it out. We the first called them weekend. a basketball yeah. school. Yeah. Well, they we are. sang Rocky Top. Well, look, They're still better at basketball hey, than they are at football. Yeah. So everything oh, in this top. game is up for grabs. No, they they went okay. back to Rocky Flop. Yeah. Yo, if you got the ball in your hand and you're close to the goal, just throw it up and hey, it'll probably bounce around a few times and fall through the net. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Then you've got these other ones that, you know, actually do some really talented. <laughs> yeah, every team still left in the tournament is really talented. Um, yeah. But, hey, just flip a coin and, hey, take your best shot, baby. Who's going to win it? Good old right. Notice I didn't make any predictions. Uh, did you not have a bracket? No. Well, I, didn't I didn't watch any. I didn't really make so no I didn't. predictions. I just, I just said, yeah, but you got to have a feel for the bracket. Like well, You need I to really be paying attention the last month of the season. That the SEC doesn't play basketball. Well, no, they're they're football. And I got yeah, confused. They're, 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 yeah. they're the other ball. They look good when they play each other. All right. So we were all rooting for Tennessee, right? I was. I think we all were. Yeah. You had to be because you were. I wish I was. Yeah, yeah. Brittany's not, not listening. But no. no balls. Who are you rooting for now? Oh, I have no idea. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. <laughs> I like St. Peter's. Now, who you root? Who do you want to win? I don't have a coin. If I had a coin, I'd, I'd show you who I was rooting for. <laughs> He's just gonna flip it, heads or tails. <clears throat> yeah. John I mean, David, how many we got left? There's sixteen. Sixteen left. Sweet sixteen. Sweet sixteen. I quit watching when Baylor lost. That was who you were going for. You got a problem with that? Adventure. Just kind of random. Hey, well, oh, yeah, here. very random. They like won it Baylor. last year. Here, and they were uh, another one. Who are some yeah. of the top? Way to go out on limb there, Phil. Hey, who's, who's some <laughs> of the top? And it hurts. All right, we got Gonzaga, Arkansas, Arizona, uh, Houston, Michigan, Villanova, Texas Tech, Duke, North uh, Carolina, Texas UCLA. Tech. Oh, well, oh, yeah, Texas oh. Tech is in. Purdue. I will make one prediction. St. Peter's, Kansas, Providence, Iowa State, Miami. Some some way, somehow, the Duke and North you, Carolina is going to play. Who? Duke and North Carolina is going to play. Play each other? Yeah. That would happen in the yeah. – Well, I'm just saying, hey, Final that's my four. prediction on that. I just look for them. There's some way that, hey, they're going to play each other. Yeah, because they haven't played enough this yeah. year. So. Hey. Yeah. I'm rooting for Miami. Uh, St. Peter's, man. Go for the Cinderella. Go no, for the 15 I'm seed, man. They're going to get beat down Here's by Purdue. Probably, but hey, I'm going to root for them. It, hey, St. Peter's is for real on playing the basketball. 
Well, yeah, they're in the sweet sixteen. They took out the wild Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky. I'll be Charles Buckley here. SEC. Hey, I'll be Charles Buckley. Hey, let's hear it. Hey, Wildcats didn't play good. Okay. Hey, that St. Peter just outplayed them, boys. Do you have a good Charles Barkley impression? No. That, that sounded was, like it. Right I love there. That was it. Hey, Charles tells it like it is. Oh, All Charles. the other three was talking about, okay, yeah, the, you know, that uh, Don't you know, ask. St. Peter made a good move and made a couple of good shots, and Charles said, no, I ain't, no, I ain't giving it. That was terrible. He said that was terrible defense. Terrible defense. That was, right, that was terrible, terrible defense on the Wildcats part, okay? I ain't going to take nothing away from St. Peter, but, hey, now, on that one, them two shots, no, it's bad defense on Wildcats. Terrible. Have you ever heard Charles Barkley's opinion on women from San Antonio? Uh oh. No, I hadn't. You should YouTube it, unless you're a woman from San Antonio. Uh, I don't want to. He don't it. like women from San Antonio? He's, he's very rude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but it's well, not. hey, look. Hey, we, you tell it like it is, you tell it like you it got is. Got churros. <laughs> you know, hey, all I say is you tell it like it is, you tell it like it is. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Right we need now. a break. So um, I get an email from a lady in Colorado. What part? I don't know. You don't know. Colorado. It's just Colorado. Colorado. It's a big state. Yeah. And I may get Mac and Mary to you know, search with these people. Anyway, so we get a, uh, we get an email. She says, my husband um, has been listening to the podcast. Um, he's very interested in uh, some of the stuff you guys are talking about. And the story goes... You know, he came back from some tours and was really having a tough time. A lot of PTSD. Um, military man. Yeah, military man. He starts starts seeking and looking, and one day he finds a Duck Commander study Bible on the side of the road in Colorado. Probably Mac or Mary threw it out the window driving by. Marketing. Yeah, marketing. It's called That's littering. Yeah. No, we so, call it marketing. But he you know, finds okay. that Bible, and he ends up having his wife email me saying, hey, I want to come down there and listen to some more of this stuff. So uh, he came this weekend, got to meet Zai. We end up going to uh, Phil's, uh, going to hear Phil preach yesterday. But anyway, it was just, it was awesome. You know, he became a Christian. His wife became a Christian. Uh, I'm excited for him. And, and also, I just think, you know, I love how God works in mysterious ways, you know, and I hope that I can be a servant when the time comes like that. And, and you know, I, fortunately, I was able to spend some time with him this weekend. And Five-hour Bible study. That's exactly okay. right. So, and the wife was, it was a Facebook, they Facebooked it too. FaceTimed it. So FaceTime. The wife watching it, okay. He gets baptized and then she said, hey, you come home, okay, and then you go baptize me when you get home. Because I believe just what... All this stuff I just heard. Isn't that wild? Hey, pretty cool. Crazy. Yeah. That's good. Hey, I would say... So I would he's say, in town right now? No, he's back in Colorado now with his wife. I would say that was a divine intervention, maybe, that he just happened to find a Bible on the side of the highway. Yeah. If you're listening and you're like, you know, I'd like to get my life right. I want to be on the right track. There's, it's never too late. Right. He's always there for us. Right, you just gave me my Jesus Bible. can't clean up, <laughs> folks. That's right, so Oh, now I got it. We got to do two more segments. but oh. <clears throat> Be flipping your Bibles to Romans 5. It's um, <laughs> a good one. Man, that's incredible. I just found it on the side of the road. I wonder if he was cleaning up the side of the road. I ain't ever found a Bible. I found, yeah. like, screwdrivers. I hammers, found a $5 bill yeah. one time. Wallets. On the side of the road. 
Yeah. Really? I, I locked them up to go get it. I got Jumped out. I gotta start walking more. My brother in law's been cleaning. I just up. see all the stuff, and when I pass like something I want, I'm like, "Oh, turn around! Oh. That's a pry bar." Hey, speaking <laughs> of that, I got a good story about that about finding stuff. Please okay. tell. When us. I was stationed at Fort Polk, Louisiana. Okay, oh boy. and most people say it's Fort Puke, but anyway, <laughs> Fort Polk. I haven't okay, heard Louisiana. This one yet. When I was stationed there, I, I lived next door to a guy, and he had a probably what. 40 by 40 little old shack building that he kept some tubes and stuff in there. And I needed something one day, so I went next door and I said, hey, you got a you know, grinder I can borrow? I, I got a piece of metal there I need to you know, grind down to sharp. You know? So he would go, takes me in that building. I didn't know where the guy worked. He worked at the city dump where everybody brings their garbage and where everything's put and then they do stuff and all that, you know. But anyway, this 40 by 40 building was slammed full of all kinds of tools. Hmm. And look, he didn't buy none of them. He found every one of them in the dump. Oh. Okay. And then when he would look at it and check it out, got a bad switch. That was $13. Got a, got a new switch, put it in there. You know, brand new grinder works, okay? You know, just all kinds of power tools. Drills, you know, same thing. Got a bad, got a bad cord. Extend, you know, the cord in it was good. I mean, bad. Take it out, throw it away, put a cord in. That's five, said five seventy-five, something like that. You know, <laughs> another time, okay? He looks down there and he's bulldozing this stuff and pushing the trash around and you know, and a and a leather purse rolls up on top of the garbage. Uh-oh. So look, he shuts it down, goes over there, and starts going through this leather purse. Well, it's got a, a zipper compartment. Uh-oh, don't do it. No, no. So he unzips his zipper compartment. Hey, $1,000 in $100 bills. That's 10 $1,000 in just look like freshly minted $100 bills. The, the, was I the said, son, you got a you got a, a leprechaun on each shoulder. <laughs> well, you that's know? close. I guarantee, no, I'm serious. He, I bet you, he had like ten thousand dollars worth of power tools, and look, he found every one of them mm. in that stupid dump. And all it was was hey, a short here, you know, bad card yeah. there, bad switch, just just little old bitty things that cost fifteen twenty dollars to fix it. And he's got a brand new power tool, just you know, That's it's crazy. insane. So, so hey, the, the tread, the, the statement about hey, one man's garbage is another man's treasure. True, has a lot of truth to that. Oh yeah, amen. Look at so me. this man here. I guarantee you, he had ten thousand dollars <laughs> worth of power tools. My my brother in law's big into picking up the highway that over beside his house. Like yep. he goes and picks up trash. Yeah, he has found a gun, which he called the police about. Yep. He has found, I think he found a shotgun too. And then he found $20 bills. Like he, it's the stuff falling out of people's cars are unbelievable. Hey, none of that ever fell out of mine. Hey, let me no. tell you, let me tell you what no. I found. There's just trash everywhere. Quit, hey, quit littering. Not none. I ain't got $20 to fall out of mine. So I had to evict a tenant. Oh, yeah. You evict a tenant. From a duplex. And because they wouldn't pay me. This weekend? No, re oh. just recently. And here's what I found I found fleas. And a 
big ball of dope. <laughs> so I had to call the cops to come pick it up. It looked like a basketball, but it was marijuana. How much you selling that dope for, old man? Nope. I, nope. I, I, I called the cops he immediately. Turn it over to the cop, boys. Oh, that's oh, Talladega yeah. Nights. Come on now. Right. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Johnny D made the Dumb and oh. Dumber reference. You got to come stronger. Talladega Nights, It boy. scared me to death. I didn't know what to do with it. How much you selling that weed for, old man? <laughs> I'll come at you like a spider monkey, Chip. <laughs> um, I love that movie. I never uh, saw it. What? You never oh, saw man. Talladega Nights? Me it's, neither. It's the NASCAR uh, movie with Will Ferrell. That's why I didn't see it. Yep. Because you don't like NASCAR, or you don't like Will Ferrell. I ain't big on NASCAR. Oh, uh, <laughs> if you watch that for NASCAR, you watching the wrong show. Uh, yeah. But that was funny. That little redheaded kid. How much you selling that weed for, old man? Old man. Uh, Walker and Texas Ranger. Walker. That, that's the name of their children. That's what he named his son, <laughs> son. Walker. He, yeah, Walker and Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. He said, because if he'd have wanted a little sissy. He'd have named them Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's such a good show. You got Dr. Quinn and Medicine Woman. Watch the TV Tyler. version. They really clean it up on TV, and it's still funny. So. Tyler, Tyler, yeah, that's Tyler, the nice. sad part about movies. The TV version's always yeah. funny. And the kids, yeah. he had a girl and a boy, and it was... No, he had two boys, Walker oh. and Texas Ranger. Oh, okay. He said the other side, he said he wanted a medicine woman. Dr. Quinn and medicine woman. <laughs> Dr. Quinn and medicine woman. There you go. They got educating sound. I would, find more I I would say pop culture, but that movie's almost 20 years old now. <laughs> How old uh, is we? We're getting old. I'm surprised yeah. I ain't seen that then. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. I did something yesterday I ain't ever done before in my life. What did you do? Well, tell me what it you, you was. Oh, shoot, I didn't know the clock was rolling. You, I wasn't going to tell this one on air. <laughs> now you got to. It's a good you, one on me here. You finally oh. admitted that there were more wheels than doors. No. There is Hot Wheels. You finally no. done something Whatever. you've never done before. He read yeah. a book all the way to the end. No, I did a bunch of that. Oh. But I went fishing yesterday. Oh, okay. First time that Pond. I've been out in my boat. Pond or lake? No, in, out in the lake. Big okay. lake? All right. No, small lake. I went to Woolen Lake. Okay. I went I went down. I went to where if I had a malfunction, I could use my trolling motor. There we go. I wasn't getting towed. Well, what is this, the old river? No, yeah, it's old Oxbow off Beth River. But okay. anyway, so I'm launching my boat, doing everything that you do, right? <laughs> Unstrapping it, all that oh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. I go to back in the water. There goes the boat. No, no, I ain't. Uh, no, I, no I'm, better down. I'm better than that. I'm better than that. The drain. Not quite. <laughs> the drain. No, plug's plug. in it. Oh, no, plug check the plug. Everything's in it. But I go to back off the trailer, and I'm like, man, why is that so hard to back off this trailer? I done left my transom saver on my boat. <laughs> I pulled my transom saver off my trailer and had that thing <laughs> dragging the ground up under me as I'm pulling up to the bank going, <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, your trailer hitch come up? Don't no, my transom saver. Where you hold you, where you hold your deal, where you hold your motor up to keep all the pressure off your. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Off your deal back oh, there, off your transom. Yeah. That way it don't bounce going down the road and tear yeah. your whole boat yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I left that on there. Yeah, you got to take that off. Yeah. That's a rule. And I was like, well, now what? Yeah. You know, do I put it back on a trailer? Like, how do I, how do I yeah. fix said problem? Mm -hmm. Well, goggles. 
No, you just trim it all the way up and jump in about mm, mid-thigh deep. <laughs> and uh, when the water says 65 degrees, that Boy. sounds warm. Yeah, but it ain't. That is a, but it ain't. That is a misnomer. <laughs> yeah. That is not warm. 65-degree water is not warm. Yeah. Cold. Yeah. Did I get cold? Because then that fabric started seeping up. Ooh. It was going to where it was dry. <laughs> Equilibrium had been reached below, and it just started easing up. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, but I ain't never done that. I have never done anything quite that. I, I've done the plug several you, times. You won't do it again. Like, forget that. Yeah, that's a big one. I, and look, here's the funny part. Like, I trimmed the motor up. This just goes to show you however many times I've done this. I don't know. I trimmed the motor up, and something caught my eye. I don't remember what it was, but I left. Like, I was trimming the motor up to take it off. So something caught my eye. I walked up in front of the boat real quick. Yeah. And then I turned around. Well, I see my motor trimmed all the way up. So I'm thinking, oh, well, I already did that. I mean, I remember looking at this yeah, like, okay, answer. all right, good. I'm ready to back in the water yeah, now. Wrong answer. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'll give you this. That sucker's still in one piece. This well made. Of course, mm. I bought it back, you know, when I bought the boats, probably 2003, Back when stuff was still made. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was made well. But, yeah, that's just goes to show you. I couldn't tell you how many times I've launched a boat, mm. and that is the first time I've ever done anything quite that. No, a plug happens all the time. No. Not all the time, but more than it should. I did something. But the plug's an easy fix. People out there, if you forget your plug in your boat, yeah, get on pad, turn your bilge pump on. Just just start running. Get most of the water out, but make sure you head it back to the ramp. <laughs> yeah. Then once you get back to the ramp, you can put your plug back in. But you, you won't sink, and you'll be fine. But you got to get up and get on pad, then turn that bilge pump on. Don't you know, do those two in the wrong order. I, but you can survive that way. I did something kind of similar. I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've ever done this. I don't know what happened. But I loaded my golf cart on a 16-foot trailer. Mm -hmm. I hooked it onto my truck and took off and then uh -oh. in my yard. The jack? I left the jack down. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I've ripped off a many of them. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. I couldn't believe I did that. I yep. was like, I got everything tied down. I'm good to go. I got my lights on we got to break and that is why they yeah. put jacks on brackets that way yep. when you do that it'll tear off and you just go get you a new jack yep. <laughs> and, and install bracket, it bracket all over. felt so dumb back like, up. Yep. like when you walk around the truck and you hit that little ball on the back of your truck oh yeah. you yeah, only that, do that one time that ain't, but yeah. <laughs> yeah then you do a wide birthday on that you got yeah. a little respect for it oh yeah i clipped him this weekend too <laughs> well, you believe oh he what? got a oh yeah yeah Martin got a bruise yeah ah I hit yeah. that sucker full of speed, son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Martin, you got to get back on the swing of, swing of things, man. Swing of spring, man. That one was hooking up a lawnmower. It is. I, I cut my weeds for the first time this year. It is springtime because my eyeballs are just on fire. And I love it because it means it's springtime. Oh, yeah. I was outside all day yesterday. Yeah. It was beautiful. Oh, it oh, was you beautiful. You allergies? Oh, it's just the worst. My eyes have itched all day today, but I don't care. I mean, I care. But I'm like, I'm just glad Sai told his fishing story first because they only caught five. I caught seven. And I was by myself. So <laughs> I'm good. Well, that's because it was a rough day's fishing. Hey, I have a question for you and Stone. What what pound test do you use? Two pounds. What on earth? Why? Camouflage. No, 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 no. Sniper. No, no, no. Hey, look. I had a guy come in and he fishes with you and he said, Hey, can you take all this line off? And I was like, What? This isn't line. What is this? He was like, Oh, we only use two pound. Stone won't let you on the boat unless you only have two well, pounds. No, 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 no. Let me tell you why. Yeah. I need you. If, if me and you go in different boats, what, what do you use? I ain't using no two pound. <laughs> I didn't Johnny ask D. You. 
What size do you use? If we're going for crappie, either yeah. six or eight. Okay. I will catch four times what you catch. <laughs> Ask him how many hooks he go through, too. Yeah. How many you miss? I will catch four times more. Hey, Martin, what you, you use will. yesterday? Oh, yesterday, 20-pound fluorocarbon. Okay, so we had 20 and two. And I was bass caught. fishing, though. I bass yeah. We should have bass fished because everywhere we look, there was a big old bass laid on the bed. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, grown that's, and hey, they up there, they up there doing their thing right now. Oh, yeah. Are yeah. you a believer in this two-pound nonsense? No. Okay. No, I'm not. Hey, just trust me when I tell you. <laughs> Get him, Si. Trust me when I tell you. I would you. just use a better grade hey, of fluorocarbon. If we go me no. parade, if, nope. if I would. I, what nope. I would do is I would no nope. no hey you say no 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 fight down oh boy fishing fights let me tell you before you start this the reason I say that okay look every time we normally go miss down and we go a lot for this I'm aware fights. I've been there with y'all I've okay. done it with you look okay but there's a better mouse I always because I told Stone when he first told me and I said Stone I lost five fish today yeah that was. Three plus, three plus, you know, pounds. Why they call it Probably. two pound test, mm -hmm. you know? And I said, hey, you know, because like me personally, when I was fishing and 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 doing, you know, then got rid of my equipment. Okay, I used six pound piece line. Oh, what is feed line? Pea line. Pea line. Yeah. Okay. Which is good but, stuff. It's a no, copolymer line. Good. It's strong. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's gonna take a big one to break it. Yeah. I mean a big one. Okay, but I'm just saying, hey. But the one thing Stone done hasn't done. It. We done proved this, okay? I, I understand. You will catch more fish on that two-pound tail. The one thing he hasn't done, though, is put like 20-pound braid with a six-pound quality fluorocarbon leader on yeah. it. And you'll catch the same amount of fish. I promise you, you will. He promises. But he hadn't. And, and I get it because it's a pain in the butt to do. Oh, no. it, for what for what y'all do oh. the easiest way and he's taking kids and taking well, people no 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 i totally yeah. get why he does it yeah. totally get yeah. but you could do the same thing with braid with a small leader well i don't know but if you catch as many because i'm telling you you catch more than you think uh well i know but I, I, but that's I, a nightmare I, to do with small children yeah trust me because one line them. twist and it's it's over yeah if they're not paying attention yeah. so it's look i get why he does it and what he does it for but there are there are easier mouse traps for adults to do. Two pounds, but kids, so I totally. Get. Oh no 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 no! Oh yeah, it's are hard. Are you tying knot with uh, the two pound? It's hard. To, no, no, it's no, hard no, to tie no. a knot with. No, it's hard. I've I done can't it. do it. My eyes are not that good. Cause yeah. Stone's done once. He's got him some uh, bite focals. <laughs> okay, because his it's, eyes are going. So yeah, you yeah. gotta have it so so tight. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, it's hard to tie like okay, a palomar knot. Okay, because you're with. trying something. Okay, you wrap it a little bit, and okay, and then you try to. Okay, I gotta put it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no. hard. No, it ain't easy. Which look, is which is why you catch fish because they and, can't see it. And you're fishing in brush top, so hey, you don't want to be pulling the brush top you know, yeah. into the boat. <laughs> you just break it off, tie your new bait on. Yeah, because if you ain't in that top, I if you like ain't, no, see, you it. you gotta like fishermen like that though, because they always coming back to buy jig head. <laughs> like no, you, no, no, no. you want them to be oh, doing no, no, this. No, here's the thing. Okay, because we lose, hey. In a five-hour fishing trip, we'll lose, what, 20? Yeah, that's why when I used to troll for, for crappie all the time, I'd go hustle up all the tire shops for their lead, make my own jig heads. I got tired of buying them things. 
Because you'd lose no, 50 hey, every time no, you hey, went. Look, when you, <laughs> when you buy a five-pound bag of them. Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, because don't, don't buy them, you know, they'll give you 30 of them. No, they'll give me 250. Oh, yeah. I used to make them. You know, because, hey, you just, you know, you break it off. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Then so I, I got too attached to them, so, so I, I started buying them again. <laughs> I was like, ah, whatever. I want to know what kind of knot you tied when you and Phil put that grill in the back of that truck. What are you talking about? <laughs> you and Phil put a grill in the back of the truck. Y'all were going to take it up. Miss Kay's grill. She had the warranty on it. And you, oh, you, that wasn't me. Yeah, it was, because Phil said, hey, Si, did you did you? Oh, I got the blame for it. No doubt about that, but I mean, it wasn't me. <laughs> what, what happened I with the grill? I didn't have nothing uh, to do with that. The grill's gone. It falls out the back of the oh, truck. Oh, no, 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 hi. That si, was what? all. Hey, that was all Phil. Phil said, "What okay, kind of but knot I got did the blame for it when it fell out of the truck." And Sai said, "I, I never know. laid my hands on the grill or the rope." Hey, I'll give Sai this man is an excellent knot tire right. with rope. Are he you? can, se- he can secure loads. I did not know that. No, he's excellent. Hey, look, mine ain't gonna fall out. No, he does like double. He does like double half hitches. And, oh no, 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 and no! Bowlings hey, and all kinds there, of stuff. Boy it scout. ain't coming out. Yeah, no, Sai tie. Okay, if normally. I did not hey, know that what? you were a knot man. No, no, yeah. you just got usually, ru- usually ain't the one tying it. Yeah. It's usually, hey, take the pocket knife out, cut the rope, throw no. the rest of the crap that way. I've rode with him enough to know man tie a knot. He's <laughs> good. He's a knot tire. Oh, yeah. Well, no. he, he, I always got blamed for it. I think You did get blamed for oh, it, no. for sure. I always get blamed for it. Yeah. It's like if ducks flare, it ain't but one person scared them. And I'm the only one that's got brush in front of him. <laughs> All the rest of them standing in the ball open. <laughs> there he goes. You know? hey, no, he the man tie knot. Oh, hey, tie knot. First time I saw him tying brush down, <laughs> with me and him going to cut willows, I said, "Oh no, we're gonna be all right." <laughs> it ain't coming off. When you see a man, here's how you can judge a man's knot tying: when you're securing a load, if the first thing they do is reach up there and tie a loop above where they're at, you know they know what they're doing. They know because they about to run that other end of rope through that loop, and we about to cinch that baby down. And hey, cinch If they down. don't start coming there, down, it ain't nothing gonna fall off. Yeah. If they don't start there, say I'm with the wrong crew. Yeah, yeah. That's pro uh, tip at home. Oh, this you, one of them deals about just run, you know, just run yeah. it through and it's hope okay. for the best. It's okay. Uh-uh. You know, then you'll see me if I'm there. If someone does that, I'll go over and tell me. He'll cut it and retie it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm going. I'm going to agree with Sai on this. I one. get my foot on it. That somebody else tied that knot. And Phil just pointed the blame. Well, that oh, no, is the no. Robertson's favorite pastime yeah. is transfer the blame. Blame oh, no, no. assessment. Oh no, yeah. that's the first problem. My first problem. What happened? Oh, load come off. Uh, yep. All right, who tied that? Man worked in supply for twenty four and a half say, years hey, in the military. Hey, he knew how to get stuff there so, in one hey, piece. I, I, I done it. Y'all gonna blame me anyway. Okay, I'll just yeah. Yeah. Well, I got blamed for sinking a boat, and I ain't ever even been in the thing. So, <laughs> you know? No way the fat boys fall. Yeah. Them two fat boys sunk my boat. Hey, like, man, get off them honey buns. We'll be all right. I'm looking around. I was like, I ain't even been in that <laughs> boat. Me, I ain't even been in the boat. And it turns out it's Jimmy Red's kid. Shocker. Shocker. Probably the ones who tied that down, if I had to guess. Hey, but anyway, let's take our last break. We'll be back. Emails. Johnny D, what's in that mailbox? Hello at duckcallroom.com. Hello at duckcallroom.com. Let's start with Sheila. Sheila? Oh, Sheila. She may not Mm -hmm. hunt or fish. So we're going to answer her question. Uh, This is Sheila from Hendersonville, Tennessee. Hey, that's where my wife's from. Sorry about your Vols, if you're a Vols fan. Uh, We were rooting for them. That's where my wife was born. Really? Hendersonville, yep, just northeast of Nashville. Maybe she knows Sheila. 
Well, her question is about your wife. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And my wife and Sai's oh. wife and Phil's Ooh. wife. Okay. Um, <laughs> why do why don't your wives listen in? According to all of you, none of them do. Mm-hmm. Sheila, they have to listen to our stuff 24-7. Do you really think they need another hour of it? <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, no. no. Hey. Huh? Me and my woman have been married for 50 years. Last thing she wants to do is listen to me. Oh, but I said they have to listen. They get to listen to us. Twenty. They choose to listen to us. No, they don't listen to us. They hear us from time to time, but they don't listen. Selective hearing is what my wife called it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Allison's just not interested. Yeah. No. I tell her about the funny stuff. They've been enough. They've been around for enough of these little opine sessions that they don't need to hear one recorded. <laughs> no, because like, anytime they, we get together, they hear it anyway. Yeah, it's this. I mean, so, I mean whether we're playing dominoes or yeah. whatever we're doing, whenever we're all together, it doesn't matter. I remember when Duck Dynasty was on, and Cy would come over to the house, and my family would be watching it, you know, and I, they'd say, "Cy, come over here. You got to watch this." He said, "Ha." I ain't watching that crap. I think he watched about said, four episodes. I said, Sai, why do you say that? He said, watch, I got to live it every day. Much. I don't want to watch no. it. He, all, watch he only watched the premieres when we had those premiere parties. And I think we only yeah. did that for like four seasons. Then we were like. And the only reason I done nah, that is because they always had steak. Yeah, good yeah. food. I remember that. Man still worked for a free meal. Don't <laughs> do anything for a good You were there, though, whenever that poodle showed up, which was one of the greatest moments in Duck Dynasty history. Because mm-hmm. you, you laughed at that. What? When Killer showed up. Oh. When they, when they, look, that is the most, uh, the picture, that picture of me and Killer. I've signed that picture <laughs> more than any other picture. Boy, it's hot that day, wasn't it? Oh, what are you Lee, it was hot. But when no. they panned over and you were sitting next to that poodle, I giggled. No, no. Hey, Killer, was, killer was cool. He Man. really was. I don't hey. know how we didn't all die heat stroke. Oh, no. Man, it was hot. I was here at the office. Yeah, we done some stupid stuff, too. <laughs> it was hot middle, that day, buddy. Middle of August, and then wearing waders. Yeah, it was hot, but Yeah, and then, and then they told me, told me, you know, I told them, I said, hey, I'm going to get wet. They said, no, you can't do it. You got a mic on. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I said, hey, you better fix the mic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, I got wet. Hey, $1,000 mic. Oh. Take it out of my chat. Take it I out. I said, hey. Ah. What else we got in Next there, email. So we've had a lot of people kind of email in about this, and I'm just confused by it. He's confused. And Uh-oh. I've got That's young odd. kids, what, so I'm not there yet. About? So Patrick out of Leeds, Alabama. Leeds. Alabama. Yes. I'm skipping the untail side. I said, roll tide. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said we never fail to put a smile on his face blah 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 blah. he has a question he's 16 and there's this girl i really really like i've been listening to your podcast for a while now and i've heard advice on how to tell her how to approach her how to ask her out we've given great advice on that if i do say so myself but i have a different problem my issue is not that i don't know how to tell her i want to tell her my difficulty is that i can't Neither she nor I are allowed to get into a romantic relationship until we turn 18. And in order to honor both our parents and mine, I'm not telling anybody. So I want to ask if y'all have any tips for restraint from telling this woman that he loves her. Or maybe not loves her, but he likes her. And he sees her two or three times a week, and he just wants to tell her, hey, I really like you. But is that normal to not date until you're 18? I think it's becoming more normal. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. you got older kids. In yeah. this day and age of awfulness, mm-hmm. Philip, 
speak. I just because I don't know what what to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I mean, it's a tough call either way. But I think he needs to become friends. You know, well, it sounds like they are very good friends. Yeah, they could they could they could continue that friendship, and he could be like, "Hey, where are you going to be in two years? You know, <laughs> don't go nowhere because in two years, you know, we're going to date." But no, I mean, I think I think they they can just keep it friendship until then, if he wants to. Hey, and kudos to honoring your mother and your father. Yeah, it sounds like this kid's got a good head on his shoulders. I I don't necessarily agree with their philosophy, but it is theirs, and their job is to raise you. We're not your parents. I'm not your parent, and you're you're still living under their roof, and they're paying your bills. So like it, like it or not, honor them. Um, and that, well, I was kind of like that because I was like, me and my you know, daughter had a conversation, and she didn't want to start dating until she was in college. So in high school, because it's just crazy in high school, we just said, "But let's don't let's don't date." I mean, let's be honest. For the most part, relationships before you're sixteen, yeah. they really don't make much sense uh, anyway. Yeah, where are you going? <laughs> I mean, going yeah, together. you're you're really yeah. just you're really setting yourself up for some sort of failure. For doing something you probably shouldn't That's at that one. age. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think the 18 has some merit. Uh, I would just, man, if you want to a- stay away, I, like Leeds, Alabama, there's a bunch of good ponds around you, son. Get you a fishing <laughs> rod, get you a boat, go fishing, go deer hunting. I have what, a little like, problem with this. Hold on, Sai. What could That's they fine. do? What could they do? Well, Sai's coming. Honorable. But, but Sai's coming from a you day know, and age where they was married by eight. Couldn't they That's see each saying. other? Like, and well, still no, no, be but see, yeah, but here's the thing. I've got a problem with this, and it's not, you know, honoring your father and mother is paramount. Okay. It's biblical. That is. Yeah. Okay. And, and I'm not going to go against that. The only thing that I have a problem with is, okay, maybe mom and dad, you need to talk to them because they're putting you kind of in an unnecessary bind. But you need to get all of them together. Well, no, yeah. no, that's what I'm you saying. You need to get her, yeah. him, and, her yeah. parents, your parents, and say, look, yeah. here's what we're thinking. I what like, do y'all you're, think? You're you go these- to the girl. Well, you they're if, putting the parents are putting an undue stress on these kids. Well, because because okay? we can what even my say problem with this on this. Sorry. Okay, because I I know for a fact. Okay, if you know, and because I seen it with my my peers. Okay, if mom and dad says, "Hey, you can't go see her," well, you, you gonna go see her? You gonna go see her? But he's. Not well, no, no, no but is. I'm saying okay, and that's why Martin was right to say, Hey, no. honoring, honoring your parents was great, guy, and I and I and I won't ever go against that. But I'm just saying, hey, if it was me personally, you know, I would get with mom and dad and her mom and dad and say, Guy, look, we understand, okay, but hey, you're putting on due pressure on me, yep. Yeah. And and this young lady you can't go wrong doing that, Sai. Yeah, you can't go wrong meeting everybody yeah. getting together and yeah. talking about. And, it. In Martin's words, open and honest communication. Well, yeah. no, no, I'm just saying no, to me, okay, because I just know from from watching my peers growing up, okay, if the dad or mom said you can't date this person, they snuck out of the house. Which is kind of what's happening to this kid because it's constantly on his mind. Yeah, he's wanting to. You want to sneak so, out? That's why and you want I to go say, you, "Hey, let, let's, let's all get together." together. But Sal, let Yo. me tell you. Let me tell you this, I, and we need to move on. But no, well, let me tell you. I never said to my kids, "Is because I said so." You know what? We sat down and we talked about things. We talked yeah. about 
uh, the dating that was going on around them, and there was a lot of unhealthy things that they saw in school. Now, they, they were able to go to dances and do things, but when we would communicate, they were on board with what I was asking them. They were on board with it. They yeah. weren't bluffing. I mean, Here, you know. Hey, here's the scary part of this to me, okay, in this day and age, okay, and I, I'm not going into detail about it. All I'm going to say is, okay, since there is this gender thing going on, okay, that comes into play in the dating world. Okay, so it's, you know. Yeah, you you got to communicate about just, all this stuff. Like yeah, this The stuff. part that I still always hate is putting a number on it because yeah, everybody well, is different. If right. you if you say as a parent starting out, my kids aren't going to date till they're 18. That doesn't mean that you have to stick to 18. No. Your kid may be at 18 by the time they're 16. They may be making 18-year-old decisions yeah. when yeah. they're 16. And I think this kid, clearly he's got a head. If he's wanting to he's wanting to do the right thing. Yeah. So deep down. And so I think, to him, man. I think your best call is to go talk to the girl because if she don't want to do it, you're going to look stupid. Yeah, so you got to make sure she's deal. in. Make sure yeah. she's and on board. And then if y'all two have the maturity to go to both of your parents and say, look, we know you said no, and we'll honor that, yeah. but we both like each other, and yeah. we would like to have your permission to date. Appro I, appropriate I, relationship. And yeah. I think most parents would look at that and go, how do we raise this mature of a child? We can trust them, yeah. and that shows they can trust you. So I think you talk to her, y'all get a game plan, make a PowerPoint, and go show your parents why it's a great idea for y'all to date. Yeah, and then cook a dinner. It always oh, – yeah. food – Food covers a lot of things. So make sure don't really make a power whichever one of y'all, whichever one of y'all's parents are the better chefs, have the other ones over for dinner. And uh, I like that idea. You know, something like that. I like it. Present it as almost a business situation. <laughs> well, show like, maturity. Yeah, that's and exactly if you show right. maturity, people will respect that. If you show immaturity and you go sneaking around behind your parents' back and they catch you in the or if you get in there during, in, then it's over. Or if you get in during this process and they still say no and you cry and moan and. That that's still that's not maturity. Yep. So just just know that every action you take yep. from here forward is going to be judged on on a potential for getting your two <laughs> two year probation lifted. Are we ready for a Bible verse? Yeah, absolutely. But I said I said I had one earlier because it was such a good thing. Uh, my man Philip McMillan said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Romans five verse. Where am I going to start? Let's just start in. Uh, oh, I've lost it. Oh. Uh -oh, <laughs> nope, there it is. I was, those are tiny numbers. Romans 5, 6 through 8. You see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Amen. Christ died for us. So what Phil was saying earlier, like you might think you got to get it together, you got to get your life all in order, and then follow Jesus, or then, oh, now I've got it together, now I'll follow Jesus. Uh, that's not what Jesus did for you. He, at your lowest of lows in the lowest place you've ever been, that's what he saw whenever he died for you and gave you the gift of eternal life three days later whenever he said, this grave ain't going to hold me neither. So, Amen. therefore, no matter where you are at in life, if you think it can't get any worse, that's when he died for you. Right there at your worst. Preach. Amen. Boom. Good job, we'll John. We'll see y'all next time right here. Woo. We're out.